0: Hello everyone, Uh, this is Alex again. So today I'm going to be talking about a genetic mutation called MTHFR. So some of you or a lot of my patients uh, ask about MTHFR and I have tested uh, patients in the past, you know, with all the genetic testing out there. um, A lot of people have questions about that specific genetic mutation because it's one of those genetic mutations that have a lot to do with um, anxiety, depression, um, cardiovascular disease, and even some OBGYNs, they also test this because it can affect your ability to carry a baby full term. So we're gonna be talking about that today. So first of all, I wanna ask uh, answer some questions, and in order to do that, I feel like the best way to do is to actually show you In a a PowerPoint presentation, that would be um, an easy way to for us to understand this. So first of all, MTHFR, like I said, it called the name, the whole name is methylene uh, tetrahydrofolate reductase. So that's the actual name of of the mutation. So with with that, what, what does that mean? That means that that genetic Um, that gene is involved with methylation. And that's the most important thing that we need to understand when we talk about, oh, I have the MTHFR mutation. What we need to understand is what are the consequences of having that specific mutation. The consequences have to do with methylation. So in order for us to talk about that, we need to understand what methylation is. Methylation is the process of donating methyl groups to, to a substrate. Basically, in, in simple terms, your, your body chemistry and your liver, what will do, it will um, have these methyl groups that will donate to your DNA, it will donate to your body tissues in order to detoxify the body, in order to make neurotransmitters, in order to balance your hormones, improve your immune system, help the nerve cells. So it sounds like very simple, but just having this CH3, which we call methyl groups, it's so, so important for so many functions in, in the cell and in our body. So the MTHFR enzyme uh, does that. But what happens is that some people have a genetic mutation on the MTHFR gene. Therefore, when they try to perform a whole chemical um, reaction in the body, they can't quite produce enough of this carbon group here in this complicated chemical reaction, and they can have consequences because of that. They can have anxiety, like I said, um, and even cardiovascular disease. So basically, when we talk about methylation, the function of that um, methyl group is to turn off and turn on some genes. So like we all know, genetics is what it is you're born with there's nothing you can do about it however you can turn on or turn off certain genes and that's what methylation does basically the the methyl groups keeps everything healthy keeps the cell healthy so you don't expose your genetic material to chemicals and environmental toxicities so you need that methylation to protect your genes You need that methyl group or methylation in order to detoxify your body, build neurotransmitters. Like I said, to process hormones in a way where you have more of the better hormones and less of the bad ones. Then again, to build your immune cells. Methylation helps with the the building of white blood cells, so you need that. Methylation helps with your DNA and RNA synthesis, energy, of course and also is very protective to your nerves. So methylation is so, so important in your body. That's why MTHFR is such a well-known genetic mutation everyone talks about, people are tested, and that's why it's so much, there's so much research and so much relevance put into this MTHFR gene because if the gene doesn't function 100%, that means your methylation will be slowed down, which is not good because it can cause consequences. Uh, But why, uh, let's say, um, even if you don't have a genetic mutation, can your methylation be bad? Yes, you can still have a slow methylation because your methylation can be disturbed by lack of stuff, right? So in order to have methylation, you need to have enough um, certain type of leafy greens in your diet. So if you have lack of certain vitamins and minerals, your methylation will be slower and you can have a bunch of problems. There are certain medications that causes that, like anti-acids. Um, there's certain nutrients. Some people, when they take a, a multivitamin or supplement that has niacin, I always look at their supplements to make sure it's not they're not taking too much niacin because the excess of niacin can reduce methylation, which is not good in the long term. Environmental toxicity, heavy metals, chemicals. So you, if you're exposed to an environment full of... Uh, um, heavy metals, your methylation will be not, it will be compromised, it will be not good. So, and also if you have, then again, if you have genetic mutation. so there's things that can affect naturally, you can have uh, low methylation, even though you don't have a genetic mutation. But if you do have the genetic mutation, if you have the MTHFR gene with a SNP, meaning a mutation, so that means that that gene that DNA will produce a less of the MTHFR enzyme. So, and if you have less of the MTHFR enzyme, that means your methylation will be compromised um, if you have the genetic mutation. So um, we separate the main MTHFR mutations in MTHFR 677-1298. Those are two different ones. And from working with patients in clinical practice what I have noticed is that the MTHFR 677, if you have a homozygous, meaning if you have two SNPs, if you have two mutations in one gene, that means that it's that person's likely to have more anxiety, more depression, more um, tendency to cardiovascular problems and hormone problems. On the other hand, the MTHFR 1298, I see a lot of sensitivities and allergies, and like also there's some mood disorders and um, up-and-down kind of mood with the MTHFR 1298. So that's why doctors and patients are asking us to get tested because they want to know, is this genetics or am I just exposed to X, Y, and Z environmental toxicity and I just need to worry about that now and then I'm fine. So what, you know, if you do have MTHFR, and you're, you're positive that you have your you're test positive. So what are the conditions that you should pay attention? That doesn't mean you will have it. That just means there's certain things that you need to do to avoid these things. So you have more of a tendency to have cardiovascular anxiety and depression. I see a lot more anxiety and depression than I see cardiovascular disease with MCHFR. Allergies, chemical sensitivity, a very common one, especially with 1298 patients, they have a tendency to have a lot more chemical sensitivity. Those are the people that are very sensitive to smells and perfumes. Um, Diabetic neuropathy, because um, you depend on vitamins and minerals in order to protect, protect your nerves, so the MTHFR can you know, have low methylation, therefore you can have more tendency to have um, neuropathy. Chronic fatigue, like I said, miscarriages, even infertility, um, and the reason for infertility likely is because the hormones, you know, you're not metabolizing the hormones in the right way. Fibromyalgia, schizophrenia, insomnia, estrogen imbalance. I see a lot of estrogen imbalance with MTHFR. So it's, it's interesting to know um, if you do have the test, it's it's interesting to know and be able to, you know work knowing that you have the mutation and what you need to do about that. What I'm showing you right now is just, um, you know, just a simplified. It, it's complicated, but it's what happens, what methylation is. So you see there are circles and arrows going everywhere and basically showing that methylation evolves, you know, your folate metabolism, meaning B9 or the old way to, to know would be the folic acid. So when you eat leafy greens, your body metabolizes that and produces, you know, what we call the, the folate cycle. You have the methionine cycle, which has to do with uh, methionine, you need the protein that you eat and the homocysteine, the breakdown of all of that. And then from that upper portion, then you go down to this um, bioptrin um, pathway, which has to do a lot of, with your neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, or epinephrine. So if you already have an MTHFR problem right here, you can have some of these things compromised. And the transsulfuration pathway, which has to do with detoxification and your liver and glutathione and things like that. So the MTHFR is just one of the enzymes, one of the uh, DNA that we test, but you see every circle in here means um, a different gene that when you do a com- comprehensive genetic panel, we can look at all every single one of them. But MTHFR is like the first one and it's so important because it's um, there's so much research about that. So then let's say you test positive for MHFR, you have that genetic mutation, now what? Now what do you do? Basically what I tell people, it's not a a thing that you have to worry about. It's something that you have to do something about it. Meaning we have to assess your lifestyle, environment, nutrition, stress levels, and what kind of supplements you need to take. It's not just like, here, take this. I don't like to take that approach. I feel like we all should be aware of what, what we're eating. You know what kind of environment is do you have mold in your house you know what kind of environment do you live you know what's your lifestyle do you do you practice some sort of uh you know mind exercise do you relax do you practice uh, meditation yoga whatever exercise so all of that to assess your stress levels and then come supplements depending on all the other factors that are involved in in any patient in any specific day because everyone's different, right? We all different, we all have different chemistry in, in our bodies, our blood work all look different. So we have to look at that. So how you get tested? You can do a blood test or you can do a saliva test. Um, um, uh, Quest and I think LabCorp, I'm think i sure Quest does that. Or you can do a full DNA panel through 23andMe. I think Ancestry also does the DNA part of the test so we're, we use 23 me a lot because we can download the raw data and figure out if you have the MTHFR or not. So that's how you get tested. And so this is another, um, just to show a little bit more in detail how the methylation MTHFR here, you see goes, the arrow goes this way, and this is the cobalamin cycle, meaning the B12 cycle. So the folate cycle depends on the B12 cycle in order to make these carbon groups, the methyl groups, you see. So B12 and folate are so necessary, basic stuff, but that's not the only thing. As you see, there's all these other little arrows here that shows like B6, NADP, um, SAM. So NADP and FAD has to do with thyroxine, which has to do with thyroid. So all of that needs to be assessed along with an MTHFR to see how you're doing, how can you improve your health. This is just an example of one of the tests. Uh, when you do a 23andMe and you download your raw data to another program, it's, this is just one of them. It's an example. There's several of them all, out there. This is a free one. And as you can see, see where it says MTHFR um, here, MTHFR 6, 7, 7. Like this person, is yellow means positive, negative, they are heterozygous. They, they're like halfway. They're not 100%, you know, uh, MTHFR. Where you see red, it's where they have 100% mutation. So in this case, it's not all the way. Like in this other situation, this patient has no MTHFR mutation. So you see the 677 here. Um, no MTHFR it's green on the 677 and the 1298 it's yellow so they have a heterozygous for 1298. Of course there's other mutations as you can see here and each one of them will apply to different situations depending on uh, what kind of patient we're, we're talking to and you know how that relates to uh, every patient. So. What I wanna say is this is just a quick presentation just to explain to you a little bit about MTHFR. It's very helpful if you are not a patient here and you wanna be a patient here and you wanna do uh, the MTHFR testing, you wanna come to us, we can always order that for you. But in today's society, because we are so overloaded with so many toxins, with so many things, the stress level is so huge. What I have experienced with uh, my patients in clinical practice is that a lot of times if I know what I'm dealing with and somebody, let's say, is depressed, I don't need to give them an antidepressant. I can just dose correctly what they need as far as their vitamins and especially folate because MTHFR has a lot to do with folate. So then I can gauge their dose and and I can improve um, their mood in a a big way. I've seen it with hundreds of patients, so it's totally possible. The test itself is just kind of helpful just so we can have some understanding of what's going on genetically. Uh, But I want you guys to know that just because genetically your genes, oh my gosh, I have a mutation here and why, whatever, we all have it. We all have, you see that big list that I show you? We all have some sort of mutation here and there and and the body is really really smart to bypass these things it's only when we get stuck that we really want to know what to do that these things come handy and we can really use them but otherwise if you feel good and everything's great so there's really nothing you need to worry about it okay so this is just um, a summary real quick just so we can understand a little bit about mthfr because we can hear that a lot a lot of people ask that question And, um, so I'll end it here. And if you have any questions, let us know and, um, we'll talk next time.